Mics are hot. Good morning, afternoon, evening, 2 a.m., uh, whenever, whatever you're listening uh, to this from. Uh, what's up? I'm Tito Labine. Uh, this is the Impulse Show and my co-host, Jeffrey Keeble. What up? What up? What's going on, brother? Nah, nothing, man. You know, just trying to get those last dubs in Verdansk, but, you know, it's not happening today. Dude, it's going away. The sweats are on. Everyone was on. I could barely breathe. Yeah. Well, you can't breathe as is, so. <laughs> I felt like that was an unnecessary shot. Yeah, um, my bad, my bad. You know what? Too early. I, Too uh, early. I'm a little, I'm a little hurt. <laughs> it doesn't take much to hurt you, or does it? I mean, I have feelings. Do you though? I do. No. I do. I just, I just hide them behind you have, walls and walls of spam. You have the darkest humor ever. <laughs> I don't know about the darkest humor, Dude, but it's pretty dark. It gets it's, like, like dark, dark. It's 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 a shade. It's a shade. I mean, I, but I'm such a positive person, though. How, how can I have such dark humor? I I don't know. It's part of your personality. Trust me. You, that, you were a straight A student in high school, <laughs> fucking probably straight A student in college, and then you meet this guy, and it's like, where's this coming from? Where, <laughs> a lot of trauma behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, dude. So we just launched uh, episode one today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, episode one popped up, man. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Actually, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I could pull up some numbers here quick, but I mean, how do you think we did? Uh, I mean, got some feedback from, uh, from people about listening to it. I mean, they seem to like it, or at least they seem to be really excited about it. Um, I, I think they're excited about just kind of like the, the, the connection or the banter that we have with each other and then, uh, drivers and just kind of, you know, maybe, maybe hoping or looking forward to, uh, hearing that, um, because I mean, we do we do have really good relationships, you know, with some of these drivers or, you know, people involved with the sport that we can um, just have fun with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I I agree. So, um, yeah. So uh, we we uh, released the episode this morning, and we have, um, let's see, uh fifty four listens right now, fifty four downloads. Hey man, hey, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled about that. Hey, dude, yeah, like I said, hey, we gotta start somewhere, and and, that, and from not even releasing or even telling anybody that we're doing this, and we just ended up winging it. It's not bad. I, I'm numbers can only go up from here, so I'm excited. <laughs> I am. Excited. Once you've hit rock bottom, the only place goes up. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, gamed all weekend. My sister came down to visit, uh, played some Halo, and then played Call of Duty Saturday, played Call of Duty Sunday, um, played a little bit today. Uh, I guess it was relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't throw my controller. <laughs> Did uh, I'll let you guys uh, game out uh, Saturday night, the one that I didn't get invited to. I'd probably tell about 3.30. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I didn't go to bed. It was it was almost four. <laughs> no dubs though. No 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 dubs. <laughs> Only grinding. Uh so should should we uh, get this podcast on the road then? Yeah, yeah, we should uh, probably get this podcast rolling. Um, you know, uh, we can bring on our bring on our next guest, and um, you know, just uh, just like I said, get this thing rolling. We're not sure how to how to figure out all these uh, intros yet, um, because I mean, there are so many limited top topics we could talk about before we bring on our guest. But we do want to talk about a few things even after uh, after we get done our guest. Uh, maybe touch on the the mint four hundred a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that was a, that was a big wild uh, finish. Uh, with one of my favorite drivers and speaking of one of my favorite drivers, I think that might be my big, my big catch. Oh yeah. The, who would you want to interview in the beginning? Yeah. Yes. Yep, Cause you had said Carl and I was like, okay, I think I know who I'd want. So, um, I, so we'll, we'll talk about him. Good old, um, good old Robbie Mack. Good old Rob, Rob Mack. Dude. Ever since I was a kid, but speaking of kids, um, I think we have a, our, our next guest. Uh, he's on the line. He's ready to go. Uh, let me, uh, let me bring him in. Uh, this gentleman, uh, is a pro light driver drives the number 34 from green Bay, Wisconsin. He's a part NFL franchise owner. Uh, he's cursed for fall Crandon two time runner up pro light points, uh, claimed to be Batman one time. And he is without a doubt, the first member of this family I've ever liked. Uh, and and I think that carries a lot of weight. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Kyle Greaves. What's going on, guys? Yo, what <laughs> up? what's up? Not much, not much. What are you guys up to? Uh, you know, just trying to live life, be a podcaster. <laughs> live life 365? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, man? What are you doing today? What's up with this Monday? Uh, just working getting shit ready for next year, building a fresh Pro-Lite, fixing everybody else's side-by-side junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so a fresh Pro-Lite. Did you sell your old one yet? No, I still have it. We're uh, we're working on selling it, but we're not pushing it just so we know that we get this one built and ready for the year. Oh, okay. How much is your old one going for? I don't know. Hopefully somebody buys it at the price I want it for. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what comes with it if uh, you do sell it? Uh, basically, we're just we want to sell it as a turnkey truck, but we'll sell it as a roller with whatever parts we have for it. All right. So it comes with spares and everything. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. KGB's truck is uh, for sale. Seventy-five grand yeah. is taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw the number throw, out there. Throw in a happy yeah. mail, yeah. and uh, you got yourself a deal. Yeah, Mountain Dew too. Ooh, Ooh. I'm, a, Ooh. I'm a rock star guy. What the? I, not even monster. Not even for your boys. Uh, that's uh, Tito's boys. Now Tito's I, boys. I, I got uh, I got X. As of recent, <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> not my boys. <laughs> so Kyle, are you gonna be that team then that has a backup truck? Are you rolling in the dough? What's up? You're gonna be a big time pro light guy. Big time pro light guy. No, uh, we don't. I mean, we'll. We'll build the truck slowly, but until our uh, our old one sells, we're uh, we're kind of sitting on our new one until the funds come in. So then, what are your uh, what's what's that anticipation then coming up for the the twenty twenty two season? Then knowing that you're building a pro light, I mean, you've done it before. 
uh, and, and, and then you had pretty good success. I mean, given it was, you know, a smaller field, and then you got your feet wet last season and, uh, you got two, you know, second places in pro light. Uh, what's that expectation knowing that you have that new pro light then coming into the season? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're definitely changing it up a little bit. We're putting the LS engine in with, uh, so we can compete with the other guys, but, um, you know, for, uh, two years in a row to be the first loser kind of sucks. So we're, we're definitely <laughs> pushing to get that championship under our belt and move on from there. Yeah. I know you mentioned the, the LS and that was a, that was kind of a big issue for, um, at least, for, for under the awning, uh, in 2020 and then 2021, you know, Brock came in from what I believe was a LS engine. And, and is that go to then for pro light to kind of be able to compete? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the LS, we don't really know what they have, you know, they, they just plug in and they're either good or bad for legal wise. And, um, you know, we just want to be on the same page. So we know that, it's not our engine that's holding us back from winning races or championships. What's up? Uh, what's up with that carburetor then? Why, why'd you guys, why'd you guys cheat in 2020? What's up with that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're just trying to get the best out of everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, really? <laughs> no, that, that, that was, uh, that was an old, old torque rule that we know of that you could run that carburetor. And we never even knew, you know, this is an old, an old truck that we just um, redid and fixed up and went racing. And, and it, that was definitely a bummer to now be called a cheater for whatever reason that we didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys were on the road though, too, before that. I mean, what were you like four for four before that happened? Yeah, we we're four for four. And then uh, um, that race, we ended up getting second and then totally taking the whole day's worth of points away. I was, I was pissed, walking pissed. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember walking into your pits, and I had to give you a big old hug. I don't even think I let Tito interview me that day. <laughs> no, no, I did not. You know, and you know, it's a shame is that uh, during that second ERX weekend uh, is when it happened. I, I think I like gave you a look, like with the camera, and you just shook your head, and I was like, "All right, well, I, I'm not going to film them." Uh, and I, I don't know if I told you this or not, but. Um, we were sitting down, we were eating dinner. You came in by yourself, grabbed a plate, and like you walked out the the awning. And I'm like, where, where the hell is he going? And so I grabbed my camera and I and I kind of followed you. And you were like sitting on a hill by yourself, like you were so upset. And I filmed it, but I think somebody was looking out for you because I completely lost all of that footage from ERX too that weekend. Well, I went and I went and destroyed all the footage so you couldn't post it. Yeah, took that memory card out. I didn't didn't want anybody seeing me crying in the background. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, man, it was it was a shame. Like in the uh, in the documentary, in case you didn't notice, uh, ERX two was all uh, GoPro and stream footage. There was like like nothing else. That was it. Well, and And iPhone five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my iPhone. (laughs) Yeah, with my iPhone five. so dude last season um uh with with this coming season and pretty much the same race schedule um are there any changes you plan on making or do you plan on uh like doing the same thing i mean it's kind of a a a lame question to ask if you're doing the same thing because you took second but could do different for next season with the same race schedule 
Uh, I mean, with hopefully getting this new truck done, we'll definitely be making a lot of changes that should improve us for the year. Um, but the greatest thing about the schedule now is we have a good setup when we know what gearing and converter, well, hopefully the converter, but what we have to run at each track and we know our truck works good. We just gotta, we just gotta figure it out a little better and quit making them stupid rookie mistakes that we've been doing. Dude, Ben, watch, watch to do one 2020, man. That, that was rough to watch. <laughs> I went from hero to zero in one corner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what do you think about the the race schedule then uh, i i know we had asked keegan about it uh last week um but i kind of want to get like everyone's um opinion. Get everyone's opinion on it because it's the same schedule you know i was kind of expecting there to be another race or another weekend somewhere else uh but what are your thoughts on it and kind of just doing the same thing again you know we've we've been doing the same you know we're lucky that we even have as many races as we do um but it's, it definitely gets hard with races only being a week and a half apart with, you know, I have a full-time job working on everybody else's stuff. And then I have to try and get our stuff prepared and ready and trailers prepped and loaded and cleaned. And, um, you know, I'm excited if we, if we get to go to like Wheatland one time next year. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely fine with the summer schedule that we have. You know, we don't have to go very far besides Minnesota, which is, I think it's four and a half hours, five hours for us. So it's an hour. Um, hour. Well, for you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just disappointed that I didn't get to hear a story. Why you, why you moved to Minnesota. Oh, did you listen oh, to the podcast? Man, did you listen to the podcast? <laughs> this is the first episode. I mean, I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right now you got to tell the story <laughs> all right no, all right all right uh, it's, it's it's short um so my girlfriend I was with at the time like i said got a job with uh with uh airline company uh that's based here in minnesota uh and, and then so me and her and moved you? from huh she flew away and left you i mean i'm i'm kind of sitting here alone so uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it, it didn't work out. We were, uh, we were two different people. And, um, after about a year, I mean, it was April, 2020. So what we were two months into the, into COVID into the pandemic and it just didn't work out. So we, uh, we split up and I moved into my new spot here in June, 2020. Mm. And then, and then you and then you and Corey became my, uh, my summer fling. Lucky us, huh? Yeah, lucky you guys. Yeah, you got a you got a broken hearted Tito. How was that? <laughs> well, Corey had a broken back, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I felt so bad when Tito was coming out. He was like, "Do you know anyone that would want to do this for, for me?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Kyle and them don't have a videographer," so I was like, "And I think Tito will do it for free." <laughs> he, he did actually he suggested he was looking for a project and he's like oh what about kyle greaves and i'm like dude i heard the, i heard the last name i was like nah i was like, absolutely not <laughs> wow and here you are best friends with the whole family now well i don't know about yeah. best friends we're, we're definitely you know we're, we're definitely friends we're good <laughs> i mean i'll da- i'll dab him up if i see him <laughs> uh so, uh, Kyle, I have one question here, and um, I don't know if you're fucking with me or not, 
But what does KGB mean? What does KGB mean? It's Calgary, bitch. <laughs> no, I I still don't believe the B means bitch. <laughs> he, yeah, what he didn't believe me. He did. I don't know, like uh, brothers, Calgary brothers. I I I, I don't know. Calgary's brother. Nah, you get, if you want the real story, you got to talk to Johnny G. Uh, I was when I was working for Johnny G. Um, I was still in high school, so when I would get there, it'd be about twelve thirty somewhere in there, and there they would just be getting back from lunch. And I was outside one day washing panels, and uh, John got out of his truck, and he looked at me and he goes, "Hey KGB." what the hell does that stand for? And he's like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. So then a couple of days later, we, we just decided it's going to be Calgary's bitch. <laughs> and that's just where, where it stuck from. Uh, so that, that's, that's a real story. That's, that's the story. Man, you know, I was, I was uh, kind of not let down, but I, you know, I'm just, I'm taking well, it. It, it builds to the story now. Now we got to interview Johnny and we got to ask him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so uh, KGB, you've been second, the second loser or the first loser, we'll say, for two years in a row. Um, Actually, three years because I was, I finished second in <laughs> oh, yeah, post behind, behind CJ. Oh, you did you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, I really didn't start, I guess, hanging out with you until what? Until Tito was uh, your videographer, um, and obviously we helped him out as much as we could, and uh, and and we have a few clips of you that of that year, um, the infamous turn one. How come you, you can't get past it? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I just want to be like Johnny G too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what the deal was that day. You know, it truck truck was working awesome and uh just happened to come to turn one and uh actually on the on the start I got the whole shot in it. I even went up on the bike that that turn too or that time too and then we came through for the next lap and uh I don't know, it just hooked and went up and luckily I didn't wad it up, but I definitely hit the hard wall hard enough tell you what man my day was uh it's gonna sound mean but got a lot easier after that because then you biked it hit the wall i was like well no more filming i guess you have to wait till the next race yeah that was uh that was a bummer deal got a concussion from it and um i just wanted to go home man i wanted to go home and not worry, not think about racing anymore for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then leading into this last season I, and kind of giving us a little recap, I mean, did your season um, go as planned? Obviously you want to win a championship, but uh, with, you know, with tires, with uh, your truck set up and everything, um, what did you learn from last season? Uh, you know, coming into last year, with the, uh, you know, from 2020, I think the most trucks we had was like seven. And, and that was on a good weekend. So this year having 20, 
five trucks at one race and to know that we were first, second, third, most of the time, you know, it, it felt good for only being a second year, uh, driver and pro light, you know, mm-hmm. but I definitely, uh, I didn't, I didn't set a high expectation until after the first weekend when I felt like I could run with Brock Hager and, and then, uh, you know, I, I definitely pushed myself past limits throughout the whole year and, uh, just fell short again. So, um, your rival would be Brock for next season then? Like you're, you're gunning for his number one plate? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, like Dylan Poynton, he came out swinging at the end of this year and, uh, um, you know, he was, he was definitely trying to take second place in the championship for me. And, um, you know, I, I definitely didn't expect it. You know, I know he's a good driver, but, uh, um, I I guess I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for him to be there. You know, it was most time it was Maddox, Mamer, um, Hager and I, and yeah, Hager was definitely the one that, um, I wanted to beat because he was, he was winning every race and we couldn't just couldn't get there and beat him. Uh, what are your thoughts then on a, on a longer season? Uh, I know that we had you know, touched on this with, uh, with Keegan, um, but what, the, what would be the ideal season for you? Like starting in May, ending at the end of September into October. Um, what do you think that would help you out then with maybe uh, being able to eliminate some of these week and a half turnarounds? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I feel like we're starting pretty late for the start of the summer, but you know, I, it's, it's so hard to say, um, you know, you have the guys from the West coast that are trying to come out here. So you have to keep it short because you know, they're, they have to find places to stay and, sh- and have a shop to work out of all summer unless they want to travel back and forth. But, um, you know, like for me, I would, I would start late May and finish in October sometime. I, you know, I, I like Crandon when we were in October, I thought that was, that was a cool atmosphere with all the leaves changing and, um, you know, it definitely got cold, but no different than Labor Day Crandon either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a true fall Crandon was, uh, that was actually something pretty special. I, I, I obviously have, have never been a part of that. Um, but to have you guys on the starting line, the knee, the, the leaves changing in the background, I thought was, it was a really nice, um, aesthetic look. Um, so how long do you plan on, uh, hanging out in pro light? Are you, are you going to stay in pro light till you win a championship? Um, you know, are you going to get your shit together and win? When, when, when are you going to move to pro two? <laughs> when I get my shit together and win a championship for sure. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, we talked about building the pro, uh, pro two this winter. And then we, we backed up and we went, you know what? We need to, we need to get this pro light figured out and make sure that, we can win a championship. I mean, we've been close, but we just haven't had our, our cards all together. And, um, you know, we're, we're definitely pushing this year for one, but you know, I don't, I don't want to spend 10 years in pro light, but I definitely need to spend at least another two. Mm. Um, for someone, um, who, who's a driver, why do you think it's so hard to get sponsors? Do you think it is? I mean, obviously that there, there's a dream to move it up, up to pro two, you know, pro fours are badass vehicles, but why do you think it's so hard to get a sponsor to, to be able to cover for you guys? You know, definitely with the way the world is today and the COVID bullshit that we have, 
it's uh, it's definitely taken a toll on every company that's around. And there's so many people that are trying to get sponsors and, you know, they'll, they'll do it for a penny when you need a dollar. And, uh, you know, some people take products over money and some people need the money more than the products. But, you know, it's, it's just a horse of peace. Honestly, it, it all depends on the day that you contact them and if they're looking or if they're not. How do you think we're able to, uh, to make it better to, to be able to get sponsorship and stuff like that? Do you think we got to get through COVID? Do you think there's got to be a nice period of, of having a stable series and then having a stable economy or, or what do you think, uh, what do you think is needed more to be able to get you guys sponsors? Yeah. I mean, the, the series that we have right now is, is absolutely killing it. You know, champ off road is, is doing really good this was probably the biggest year in off-road that we've had in a long time. And it was, it was much needed. You know, it definitely opened up sponsors eyes and um, I feel they're going to start coming in bigger this next year, as long as the economy doesn't just go to shit on us. But, um, uh, you know, I think everybody's getting excited for the 2022 season. Do you think it's a bit of a put up or shut up kind of year coming in? Like you said, and if, if there's going to be more sponsors, more eyes, um, you know, last season was, was big. I think for all four all, or uh, all three classes, you know, pro four was big. CJ earned a, a tough win there. Uh, you know, Keegan got some lady luck and then it, it looks like Brock ran away with it, but he, I don't feel that he did until bark river, like the very last race. And then in Crandon, but um, with, with how much talent was in pro light, do you think it's, it's, it's a big, um, uh, pressure to perform then this coming season? Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think so. Um, you know, everybody came here expecting to just race and have fun and, and it became, uh, a real championship and, you know, you had to push your absolute all to, uh, to be a top competitor, you know? my my end of the year kind of went to shit again but uh you know it, it was just stupid mistakes that i made and going up on the bike and hitting the wall you know i broke the truck at lena and then i got a flat tire at bark river and um Cranon, i just suck at apparently but um <laughs> you know it's uh i i definitely think that next year is going to be the year that you better put it all on the line because you know, we had a good, good year this last year and now people are going to start watching it more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's up? What's up with this credit curse, man? I, I, I thought that you, maybe you had broken it, but then I remembered you'd mentioned that fall credit specifically because you had, you had success at spring credit last year. And then I was hoping you were over that, but like you said, you had yeah. shitty luck at fall Crandon. When, when are you going to get over that? Come on, man. What's going on? What are you I doing? don't know, man. Cran- Paul Cranon's getting expensive for me for whatever reason, but uh, <laughs> I I thought I thought after Spring Cranon, me and me and Cranon were going to be on good sides, and then uh, went to Fall Cranon, it started me on fire. So I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully this year we can get through it. <laughs> I I completely forgot that you did uh, start on fire there. Did yeah, did you ever did, I, you did you ever put uh, post that video? Uh, what video? Come on, dude. Come on. I sent you the GoPro footage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I I mean I put it on my story, but I didn't uh I never posted a true video of it yet. Ooh. But um 
Yeah, I, I was I was out of there like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, no, you're doing the tornado, the the twirls and everything. It was it's actually kind of scary. I mean, it's cool to see and to watch the footage, but at the same time, it's like the risk is there, and it, it's crazy how fast you got out of the truck. Yeah, I mean, my mom asked me if I've ever trained for it to, <laughs> in that situation to get out of it. I'm like, you can't, you can't train for something like that because you think you'll get out fast until you have to get out, and then you'll do it faster. So it's, you know, it's a not not something I wanted to go through again. But you know, we all you all say it's not if it's when. Mm-hmm. I'm glad those guys with the man, those the, those track workers got there quick with those extinguishers, man. I mean, I remember I think I was sitting up on turn one and I heard uh, over the radio, like 34 was on fire and I, and then they're like, all right, well, like he's out. I'm glad they got there quick. Cause I mean, I, I was worried about my GoPro there for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, and I then, think all, all your GoPros are fine. Well, at least Jeffrey's are, I don't know about yours, but. <laughs> no, the, the one that I have was facing you, and then I watched the video, and I was like, "No!" I was like, "Is that how's my GoPro?" I was like, "Well, I better ask." I was, "How's how's Kyle?" But then I was worried about my GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I'm glad you worried about me first. I I did. I did. I worried about you, and I heard 34 was on fire. I was like, "Oh no, not Kyle!" <laughs> I was I was I was worried about you. Yeah, that was that was definitely a, a scary deal. You know, my my tear offs were all melted from my helmet. My uh, the bottom of my fire seats actually burnt. I was only in there for I think we clocked it out at like six seconds. I was in there for, but yeah, it was it was definitely hot. Holy! Oh my god! Six seconds is a long time. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, so speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of uh, dangerous situations, man, I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, would you rather take a, a left hook from Mike Tyson or would you rather try to stop Mike Allstop from scoring a touchdown? He's in pads and you're not. Hmm. I think I'd, I'd try and stop him from a touchdown. Really? I don't know, man. You want to take a left hook? <laughs> Neither one of them sound very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would take the left hook. Definitely. You think? The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because at least you're expecting it. Like, with the rushing touchdown, you have to move. And with the left hook, you just got to stand there and just be like, all right, hit me. Well, I mean, with the with him rushing, at least you can figure out where you want to get hit by and not just left hook to the head. Oh, yeah, now that I think about it, he might be able to dive for his legs and he's not going to necessarily break your collarbone and shoulder and spine and spleen and whatnot. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Can you imagine getting hit and crumpling? Like, hit so hard you tear your ACL that you just crumple, like, sideways? <laughs> just collapse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, like, but if you take like a left hook from Tyson, you're dying. What was that? I said like that foot race you guys had. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that foot. How'd that go, Tito? Well, I was watching you too much. I took second. 
<laughs> I had the whole shot and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had the whole shot and threw it away. First turn, first turn, <laughs> last twenty dollars. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. Went around for the rest of the weekend. Uh, Dude, it was it was bad, man. I, I like Jeffrey didn't believe me until we went to Lena, and I had a bruise on the back of my leg, and he's like, "What's that from?" I'm like. I pulled my hamstring, man. He's like, I thought you were kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking commit to a weekend bit of pulling my hamstring. <laughs> you got out of work for a week or for a day? I did not get out of work. I, I sucked it up and I went to every pit and we interviewed every Pro 4 driver that it, day. It took us 10 hours to do it. We, But we did it. We did it. Oh. Free free work. How dare you? <laughs> free work. And I, started, and I started all the GoPros. Yeah, it was the only thing you had to do. You stop it. You stop it. Well, you needed a walker to get around, though. He did. It was bad. It was bad. I couldn't even sit in the UTV. Yeah, I was going to say, it took you at least five minutes to get in and out of the UTV. It was <laughs> it was horrible. Hey, but, but, but you guys uh, did get a mullet that weekend, though. I, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I got the KGB mullet. Was was going to get rid of the mold after he did it, and then he kept it for another six months. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I kept it forever. I didn't get a haircut till these last month, dude. Like, it, like honestly, mullet. that mullet is still affecting like my hair, like my my the top part of my hair. Like when I was getting a haircut, they asked, "How do you want your hair?" And I showed them, and they're like, "Oh." Uh, this side is cut up really high, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I had a mullet that I got over the summertime." So it, it she got it pretty high, <laughs> but it's still better than my first one. That dude, your first one was horrific. <laughs> dude, if I uh, if I got man. one like that, I'd be in jail. Should have just shaved it all off at that point. Oof. But I, hey, no, I, I rocked see- it. I rocked it. Are, are you? you still, did. Are you still rocking it? Absolutely. Oh. Uh, no, really? You still got the mullet? I still got the mullet. I mean, it's growing out. I haven't, I haven't got it trimmed up yet. But are we, are we doing another bet this summer? Are we doing another bet this summer? <laughs> I don't know about the four wins, but I remember when we made that bet in that Crandon. I got that fourth podium, and you went here and looked me in the eye after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was starting the GoPros because the, the Pro 2s were on the starting line. And I'm watching all these trucks come back and I'm like, I'm like, I don't see Kyle. I'm like, I hope he fucking wrecked. I hope he like, got a flat tire, didn't finish. And then sure shit, three trucks are coming back. And the first one come rolling up is Kyle. And he's hanging out the side of his truck, looking at me running his hands through his hair, staring at me, knowing that I got to get that mullet cut. <laughs> that was that was the race that I spun out, and you were cheering for Cole Mamer. I was. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe you. I was, too, dude. I was like, let's go, Cole. I was like, <laughs> on the back. Well, I made sure that I got that, that fourth one just for my buddy Tito. Well, well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to think of another uh, another bet for this this coming season. Why why did you cut your hair? Oh come on! You really want me to tell this? 
I, I can't. This is this this podcast. It's about our guest, okay? Yeah, but come it's about on, our guest, Kyle on, Greaves, you, you, and we're here to talk your, to Kyle. Kyle, how's your how, Kyle, how are things at Kyle home? Kyle wants to hear a good story. Yeah, how's your how's your dad? How's story. your mom? Kyle wants to hear. It's been a hot minute since we even got to hang out or even talk to him. Come on now, Kyle. How's I'm, how's I'm how's Corey? How's your brother? Frankie. Frankie. No, not, no, no, not Frankie. Your actual brother. <laughs> He's good. He's good. The family's good. I still want to hear about the story, though. Yes, thank you. Come on, here Come we go. On. Here we go. Here we go. Mullet time. Yep. All right. So the reason I cut my hair is, is I had, I had, obviously you had saw it, Kyle, or it was, it was pretty long. Mm-hmm. So I go to Target and I get, I get some stuff, going to the checkout line, buy my stuff, grab my bags. I'm walking out of Target, and, and, and this is after work. Like I, I, so I'm in dress clothes. I'm in blue shirt, brown pants. You know, I just shaved that day. I, I was looking good. At least I thought. So I'm leaving and I hear this woman behind me. She's like, sir, sir, sir. And I'm kind of like looking around. I realize no one is around me. I'm like, oh, okay. She must be, she must be talking to me. She's like, sir. So I turn around and like, I look at her dead in the face, kind of, you know, give her like that. What's up? Look. And she, and she goes, Oh, sorry, ma'am. You forgot your card in the terminal in the self checkout lane. And I was absolutely fucking devastated. Like the look on my face, I'm like in the diva's voice, I could muster up. I was like, it's not mine. And she goes, Oh, sorry. And then, so then she like went to go like chase someone else down to give them back their card. And I was like, ah, awesome. From the back, I look like a linebacker, but as soon as I turn around, I'm the biggest, butchiest lesbian you're ever going to see in your life. <laughs> I mean, it's time oh to cut my, my hair. <laughs> Wasn't that a while? I remember you telling me that story. Wasn't that a while ago that you cut no, it? No, uh, uh, I think it was just before Fall Crandon. Was it before Fall yeah. Crandon? It, it might have yep. been about then because I was still like on the fence about it, but, but when it was time to to think about continue to grow my hair. I thought about that story and I, and it was like a deciding factor. I'm like, there's no way I can't, I can't afford to do this. Can't be doing this anymore. Ma'am. I got, uh, yeah, ma'am, ma'am. Turn around. Oh, sorry, ma'am. God. So yeah, man. So how's your family? Yeah. <laughs> I was the old lady. Oh, like, my mom. No, aren't you with somebody? Not anymore. Wait, Kyle. Rock, Kyle. Rocking that single Kyle. life. Okay. KGB okay. is oh he's so excited. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why didn't you tell me this? Bro, you don't you don't come to Green Bay. You drive past yeah, the we're, we're still friends. I still Snapchat you. Well, not often. Only when you're having your, your uh lonely dinner at night, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're going to do this. All right. What happened, Kyle? You can tell me we're friends. No one else has to know. Uh, just time to, it was just time to move on. Things, oh. uh, things change, man. Ooh, were you heartbroken? Hmm, maybe a little bit. I know she was, but I think, Ooh. I think if we had a, a podcast that we were all drunk, this, this would come out a lot better. <laughs> oh, all righty. Hold on. 
We take that note down. Yeah. Now, now you just gave him a reason to drink. Yeah. <laughs> drink during the podcast. Uh, wow. So Mr. Mr. Kyle Greaves, most eligible eligible bachelor this side of Green Bay. Yep. Yep. Three time first time loser. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Three time first time loser. Part NFL franchise owner. The single Kyle Greaves. Yeah, if you guys want uh, a discount at the Packer store, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, you might have to tell me off mic about all this stuff. Yeah, I'm a Bears fan yeah. too, so oh. discount won't work. Yeah, yeah, discount <laughs> won't work. I I told you the 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 big butch lesbian story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. single Kyle, so hit up hit up Kyle Greaves at nine two oh three for all you older ladies, I got his email. It's K Greaves. Yeah. <laughs> business owner. Business own business owner. Business. Always grinding. Always on that grind. But Jeffrey, uh, I don't know if not I have any more grinder, questions. So, so the love life is hit a hit a sour turn. W- what is your type? Oh, there we go. I like race this. Cars. Race cars. Race cars. Heart of a V eight. Ooh. Ooh. Blonde or brunette? Ah, uh, blonde. Uh, blue eyes or green eyes? Mm. It don't matter. <laughs> Butter ass. Are you an ass man or a titty man? I'm an ass man. 100%. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's that up. Ass though. Mm-hmm. That ass though. What'd that booty hole do? What'd that booty hole do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kyle Grease building a new pro light for 2022. The, the season schedule, the same. Man, I wish you the best of luck. I, 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 I'm, we are probably by far your number one fans. By far. By far. I'm actually wearing your original OG, uh, Corey Winter and Kyle Greaves team shirts. Yep. I'm rocking the, I'm rocking the t-shirt right now as well. Well, you both are super fans. Well, I mean, I had to still. I had to steal it from Tito since he. Gets oh my fucking for god! That's right. That is mine. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Since since I don't get handed out merch or anything. Oh I, my god! That's a- right. I'm I was wondering how you had that. And I, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I had a I had to steal uh I had to steal Tito shit. Well, I think I gave Tito a shirt this year, and he didn't wear it anyway, so it's fine. What what is up with that? How come he? You gave me all- a child's large. <laughs> That was a woman's medium, dude. Uh, yeah, it was Ma'am? very snug. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> it was a very snug t-shirt, bud. <laughs> well, give it to oh, hey, Jeffrey. Man. He'll wear it. I, I would wear it. I'd wear anything for free. Don't worry, Jeffrey. I'll get you a freshie. Thank you. They, I'll be down in Green Bay on we Sunday. We don't need that, that Tito uh, uh, stuff on there, you know. Cause he wears that to bed. Hey, hey, man, hey, I, I, I wear your urine winner's shirt every single week. 
every week. It's, it's I mean, my I pajamas. only ever see you in Kincaid stuff or Vision Wheel. You say that's all you ever see? How dare you? You know, you know what? Actually, that zip up, that zip up that Jeffrey has on right now, that that kept me warm. That that helped me survive in Colorado when I was in the elements in the mountains. I wore that. That kept you warm, huh? Yep. Keegan shit wouldn't do that. Keegan shit would have me die. I'd be dead if I wore Keegan stuff. I didn't even know we had zip ups that day. Yeah, uh, 2020, uh, Dave, uh, winner, was like, hey, man. He's like, you want to zip up? I was like, sure. So <laughs> I took it. It's, comfor- it's comfortable, though, ain't it, Jeffrey? It, it's very comfortable. Still, after two years and surviving all well, the elements. Surviving. It, w- it was comfy for Tito, too. but <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a little little big on me now, but, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. Well, you see what happened last time I tried to run. I mean, I'm going to rock in a hard place here. <laughs> uh, well, a rock in a sore leg, at least. Jesus. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any more questions for uh, for Mr. Greaves, Jeffrey. Does uh, Mr. Greaves have anyone to thank before Ooh. we head out? Uh, I mean, I definitely got to thank my uh, favorite Indians and uh, Tito. For having me on the show. Oh, wow. Ooh. Cut him. Cut him. Press end the call. End the call. Sick of this shit already. Uh, uh, I think uh, we're just we're just getting ready for the, the new year, and hopefully we'll come out swinging and uh, get that first championship out of the way. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, that's what's up. Simple you get plan. Get your shit together, man. Simple plan. Love it. Me, me and Cranon got to figure our shit out first, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I think. I think if you can break that Cranon curse and fall, I think that's championship. That's it. For, you got it. We got it. All righty, man. Well, uh, I think we're we're over a little half an hour on that uh, conversation. Uh, so I want to thank you, Kyle, for uh, taking time out of your busy day. I know that you're working. I know you got a lot of you know, UTV stuff, a new pro light that you're building, uh, another pro light championship to chase. So, uh, I really do appreciate it, man. Like uh, all jokes aside, I know we're, we're good on, on whatnot, but I just want to say thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on the show and, uh, we'll definitely stay in contact. And when you're in town again, we'll go out for some, some beer sometime. All right. Dude, Sounds good. Beer and wings. Beer, beer and wings. wings. Beer and wings. <laughs> Alrighty, brother. I'll talk to you later. See you guys. Yep, later. Oh man, always good. To, uh, good to hear from from friends. Yeah, it was, it was until the till the end. Oh, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, so no, no, that's good. New pro light coming into twenty twenty two. Uh, hopefully, uh, bigger sponsors for him, and um, hopefully, we could dial it in and you know, he gets that first championship. Yeah. Uh, like you said, new pro light, um, still has that old pro light. I don't know what he's, like you said, he, he wants to sell it. He's not too keen on it. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what he does with it because if you can sell it, obviously you can put more into your program. So, um, I don't know. I'm just curious. 
curious to see uh, who he comes out with as a sponsor, if he has more sponsors, if he has less. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's always interesting to um, kind of ask drivers on, on, on what they're thinking for the next season when they're building a new truck and they've got one, you know, easily capable. Yep. No, exactly. And with the, the season just around the corner, I mean, we're about what, five months, six months out now. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's, who's going to start testing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some guys out West might be able to test end of March. I've seen it. I mean, April, as soon as that snow melts, who knows? I mean, climbing, climbing might do some wild shit and bark river start testing ASAP. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully, uh, yeah, like I said, next season's definitely going to be a big one. And, uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, big ones, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob Mack. Rob Mack uh, got uh, a Baja 1000 win and and just uh, this past weekend claimed the Mint 400 win. Not easily in the in the Mint, but, you know, he, he got the W. He gave uh gave some a little tap. Yeah, he actually gave his uh I believe it was it was his co-pilot for the Baja one thousand. Was tap. it? I thought he uh I thought he hit thought he tapped uh Luke McMillan. Is that who was co-piloting for him? Yeah, I think uh that's who he won the Baja one thousand with. Okay, I believe. Okay. Damn. Uh, uh you guys could quote you guys could quote me on that or uh let us know the story. Uh we're not really keen on the desert racing, but you know, it was definitely yep. it was definitely a cool story, uh, especially with the Mint 400. Um, well, Rob was coming on on uh, Mr. McMillan and uh, gave him a little love tap. I think uh, when I was reading, he said that uh, he rolled about four times, and uh, Rob, with the good sportsmanship, actually stopped and tried helping uh, McMillan roll roll the truck over. So. Yeah, and he told him to get back in his truck and go win the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he didn't want to. Apparently, he he was trying to stay to make sure that uh, they were okay. And and uh, you know, it's a good heartfelt story. So it's awesome to see sportsmanships like that, um, especially with a, a big race like the Mint Four Hundred and the exposure that it does get. And you know, even the I guess um, you know to add it onto your your record book you know, and to almost sacrifice it just to help a friend out, you know, that says a lot about uh, Rob's character. Yeah. Yeah. I think it speaks volumes for both guys, you know, or or the camaraderie that they have because, you know, going a thousand miles or even being a part of the Baja 1000, you know, the co-pilot is, is there's a lot of trust there and to be in the mint 400 and, and to be racing competitively, you give someone a bump and that's what you do in desert racing is give them a bump, let them know, you're behind him and Hey man, like get out of the way. And, uh, I don't think it was intentional. I mean, if, if there, if you know, Rob, or even uh, if I've heard about Rob McCachran, you know that he wouldn't do anything like that, but that, that's, that's a part of the racing though. You, you got to give him a bump, let him know, Hey, I'm behind you. And unfortunately that's what happens. You know, it's racing. Sometimes he gets a ride. Um, but I think it also speaks a lot about Luke. Um, you know, knowing and accepting like, Hey, that that's, that's kind of a part of racing. You know, he gave me a bump. Maybe he hit a bump, hit a berm, sent him for a ride. And he was like, Hey dude, go win it, man. I'm fine. Go win it. So I think, I think that speaks a lot about those two. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and I believe Rob is the sixth person to win both the Baja 1000 and Mint 400 in the same year. 
So that, that that's a big accomplishment, and, and it's awesome to see, especially it, where Rob is at in, at in his career, too. You know, kind of, I, I don't know if it's tailing down or, or where he's at because he's been in the game for forever. So he's a he's definitely established his name in, into the off road off road uh, community. So um, no, it, it's just cool to see. Um, good story. You know, I I kind of you know followed it this past weekend. So you know, overall, it, it it's you know, like I said, it's cool to see a story like that. When Rob Mack, like you said, he's he's geez, what in his sixties now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, on the short course circuit, um, he hasn't been he hasn't been in it full time, at least in the Midwest here in in a, in a while. Um, but in the desert, man, like you said, he's still he's still winning, he's still kicking ass. He's winning the Baja One Thousand, or you know, at least winning the Mint Four Hundred. It's insane, and even. Well, what was it 2020? I think it was the last time that he raced. I don't know if he was here. I don't think he was racing last this past fall, was he? Uh no. I think uh there was a deal with Keegan um of him possibly running the Pro 4 at the time, but okay. obviously plans don't go too well. So um yeah. It was unfortunate so, that we didn't get him for the fall Cranon, but yeah, it's been yeah, a so hot, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> Rob Mack was there 2020 in the fall and I mean just because he's not winning races, I mean, I something I have to remind myself is that just because he's not winning races doesn't mean he's not necessarily, you know, getting worse, which is which is pretty impressive because he was still in the podium. And I remember interviewing Corey and and Rob Mack was right there on the podium, and I and I kind of fangirled out a little bit, <laughs> knowing that <laughs> knowing that Rob Mack was right there because uh, as a kid, I mean, he was so dominant in Pro Four for so long. You know, he had he had won what, like uh, three Borg Warner Cups in a row. It was like 2000, 2001, 2002. And then he had won the the Forest County Potawatomi Cup. I think it was like 01, 02. So he had like five cup wins in a row. Yeah, yeah. Like the big Pro 2, Pro 4 races. I mean, right here, I mean, his stats right here. He is 56 years old. Uh, he's the 2000, 2001 Pro 4 champion. 2008 Core Pro 2 champion. He's the 2010, 2013, 2014 Lores Pro 2 champion. He's won the Baja 1000 in 2007, 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2021. So he was on a three-year reign there for a little bit in the Baja 1000, which is awesome. And now the Met 400. <laughs> champion the dude the Spencer. dude is so dominant and he's yeah. so humble he's like so chill about everything mm-hmm. it's incredible i mean i i don't i don't know how somebody like that can stay so humble and that's crazy too is, is when you're so dominant on something or you're so good sometimes you can get a little too confident or too cocky and and i mean i, I don't know i i obviously haven't hung out with Rob Mack during those times, maybe he was a jerk. Maybe he was, I don't know. But the times that I've been around him, he's so cool, calm, collected, so nice, so humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, like I said, just a good uh, feel good story over the weekend that I wanted to share on this podcast. So um, I don't, yeah, just cool. Uh, yeah. Just. And, and also man, 
obviously we we want our own guests but if they're out of the what do you say 54 downloads listeners yeah um if there's someone you want to maybe we can try to get on um to the podcast man let us know i mean i think jeffrey and i kind of dabbled and talked about maybe getting that champ memes guy on oh yeah yeah champ memes wouldn't everyone love to hear from him the infamous man the he's like scooby-doo the the guy behind the mask guy behind the mask and yeah. i told jeffrey i was like if we if we get him on we might have to disguise his voice because I, I don't want people to be like oh that's that's so-and-so that's so-and-so oh and then and then he kind of the mystique goes away yeah. of, of the champ memes guy no and, and we met him in Andigo this year yeah yeah, yeah. met was, him in Andigo. like blue I, I don't know blew my mind for who it was i'm i know the person um not i've seen him around um, so it just kind of taking me back just to, to, to meet him. So I was just like, dude, wild, wild stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, uh, maybe, maybe we'll reach out to him. Maybe we'll see if he's interested or if, uh, if a voice change thing is necessary, if not, I mean, if he's pretty comfortable or confident knowing, um, I mean, I'd, I'd obviously love to, to talk off road with him because he he's a big fan too. Yes, you know? big fan. I mean, who creates a meme page just based off of off road? And yeah. then not only that, but continues every week during the season to make everyone laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious stuff, man. Yeah. And I mean, you even dabbled in a few memes yourself. Um yeah, I, as, I sent a few in. Yeah, as he started the whole fan memes and everything too. So yeah. Like I said, it's just cool. I mean, to loosen up the sport a little bit, to show, make fun of, you know, the the flaggers or, or the, just the sport in general, the drivers and everything. Have a good old laugh. The, what do you say, the the water truck guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But, but um, yeah, no, episode two, man. Episode two. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good episode. I uh, got to hear more about you know the the three time first, first loser, year. first runner up. Um, talk about his upcoming season and um, you know like you said we're we're big fans of him. Hope hope, hope and wish him the best. Um, you know got to make him laugh, but then we got to hear about hear about his his love life or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, and uh, yeah, like I said. He's only uh, race cars now. Only love he wants. Well, that's his only love. Mm -hmm. Don't break his heart. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I, uh, it was a good episode. Uh, I have nothing else to, to say, and I look forward to our next episode. All right, man. You want to take us out? I will. Uh, If you're still listening to the 54, possibly 17, possibly 100, 200, 300, 8,000 listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening to us, uh, Babylon. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Um, We'll do better next time. Peace. Peace. This is how legends are made.